Welcome to the Avail Podcast, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we're sitting down with Tim Harrell Sr. Tim is a motivational leadership expert, a business accelerator, a CEO, a coach and consultant, and the pastor of Rebirth Community Church. In this episode, Tim will share some of his personal leadership story, he'll touch on others-driven leadership, and he'll also share about his book, The Language of a Next Level Leader, Discovering the Leader in You. So lean in, leaders, and let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Avail podcast, where we talk about the art of leadership. I got my background music going. We got our guests going. We have the best Christian leaders on this podcast. Today, we have none other than Tim Harrell, Sr. Pastor Tim. It's so good to have you on the Avail podcast. How you feeling, brother? I'm feeling great, man. And it's, it's an honor uh, to be a part of what God is doing at Avail and, and to be on the podcast. Yes, absolutely. Oh, man. Hey, this is going to be a fun conversation. I, I just want to let the audience know, Tim and I have been blessed to connect on uh, various leadership retreats with Dr. Sam Chand and uh, mm. man, just great, great company. Uh, yeah. Tim, I'm looking forward to unpacking this leadership conversation. We're going to talk a little bit about a book that you wrote and just what's on your heart as a leader. Before we jump into that, can you share a little bit with our Avail audience? Who is Tim Harrell Sr.? Well, Tim Harrell Sr. is a great guy, and, and as and as you can see, a good-looking guy as well. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just kidding. Um, Tim Harrell is a um, just a um, a passionate man about what he loves to do. Um, I'm a I'm I'm a man who loves one wife of 39 mm-hmm. years, and God has definitely has blessed our our relationship. Uh, I have three kids, four, five grandkids, um, pastor church own several businesses and uh, God has just really, really blessed me. And uh, I'm so humble to be used by God. And, and so I just love to have fun. I love people. I love uh, adding value to people. One mm. of the things that um, I'm passionate about is being others driven, um, really, really uh, looking at what Jesus did when he came here mm-hmm. and walked the earth for 33 years, he added value. He was, he was others driven. Um, and I, I look, I, I take that 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 thought from um, Philippians chapter two when it talks about that I should have others' interests at heart more so than myself. And so I just believe that, and God has really blessed me to to have a lot of influence and impact in in the lives of others. Yeah, I love that. One one of the things I admire about you, Tim, is that you are you are a you're a multifaceted leader. You're a great mm-hmm. leader in business and organizational leadership but you're also a great leader in the kingdom, in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some people are, can be strong at one or the other, but not all mm-hmm. are able to do, to do both at such a high level. Uh, and I think that this, this conversation is going to be very enriching for all of us leaders to lean into because of that. Um, I, I want to, before we, before we talk a little bit about, about your book, the language of a next level leader, I want to, I want to tap into what you just mentioned a few moments ago uh, okay. that, Others, others driven leadership is, is kind of your core, right? I I forgot how you worded it, but it's kind of like at the heart, unpack that a little bit, the others driven leadership. Well, one of the, one of the things also I want to mention that this is the culture of our church. So Mm -hmm. we, we, um, I'm telling you, we live this, we practice this, we, uh, announce this all, all the time when we are, we assemble ourselves together. I believe that, that, uh, you have to see value in people. 
Um, and John Maxwell talks about this a lot about adding value. Mm. Uh, but I also believe that you have to become value to add value. Mm. And um, if you if you like me, you look for opportunities to be a blessing to people. I just want to see people prosper and do well and be the best that they can be. That is my desire. So whenever I enter into a relationship with someone, uh, I don't look for what I could get, but I look mm. for what I could deposit into their life and uh, to make them better. I want them to be better because they came into my presence. And um, I don't want them to be worse off because they came into my presence, but I want them to be better. And so that really drives me. So every day I look for opportunities to add value, to be others driven, to put someone else's interests at heart before mine, uh, you know, and uh, to help them further their, their vision, their dreams, their agenda, on and if I could be a blessing to to help facilitate that, uh, that's what I get the joy out of. And uh, mm. just to uh, mention, uh, my second book that I'm writing is is entitled "Living the Amazing Life." Living mm. the Amazing Life is not all about possessions or 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 your your acronyms behind your name or your title before your name. It's about helping others succeed in life. When when you help others succeed in life, you're living an amazing life. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. You know, I, I want to get, you know, Tim, you and I are friends and, and I think you're one of those leaders that leads mm. with openness and vulnerability. I want I want to yes. I want to get some some personal here. Others, others driven leadership is not necessarily what you see out there often. It's not right. often modeled or seen. I'm curious. Um, did you receive this? Because a lot of times we learn mm -hmm. it from the Lord. We learn it by right. grace. Did, did you see others driven leadership modeled for you and you said hey i want to follow that or was it like i didn't see this but later in life i started learning it how did this come because you because you walk with this and you embrace mm -hmm. it but but where did that come from in your life i think it it, it it i believe it came from um the day i accepted christ into my heart all right um um in my book i talk about um detox to destiny when i gave my life to christ virgil i was in a detox center Wow. Um, I had I was fighting, battling with a crack cocaine addiction. Um, and wow. I, I ended up at the detox center and um, I was I, I had been on a, like a two week binge and mm. I got got there and I was sitting on the side of the bed and there was a Gideon Bible um, on the nightstand <laughs> and I picked it up and it went to Matthew 633. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else shall be added unto you. And so um, uh, after getting out of the detox center, there was a Christian couple that that just embraced me. You know, they embraced me. They didn't know if I, you know, could have could have had a relapse or, you know, because, you know, when you're uh, in that type of addiction, you you know, you would do anything to, you know, to get your next fix. Yeah. And but they embraced me. They accepted me in their home. They 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 ministered to me. They prayed for me. They gave me a job. Mm. And uh, and I just believe. Uh, in the condition I was in or coming out of, they showed me uh, uh, what others driven is like being wow. others driven uh, by accepting me and helping me. And I, and I believe, Virgil, if it was not for that couple, if God had not used that couple. I don't know where I would be today. Wow. Um, you know, I don't know where I would be. And this was in 1991, 32 years ago. Um, and um, and from that point, because that couple uh, uh, was others driven with me. Um, I've been running for Christ ever since. That's awesome. You know, yeah. you know, we we give out of what we receive. And this who yeah. that if that couple only would have known then 
who mm. they were pouring into. Wow. And the man wow. that you were, like, I mean, really, we wow. don't know who we're pouring into when we're, when we're right. leading somebody or ministering mm. to somebody or encouraging somebody. We have no idea who that person is going to be in 32 years. Absolutely. And you're living, you're living testimony of that. So, yes. so everybody right now we're, we're, we're alluding to, uh, Tim Harrell Sr.'s book, The Language of a Next Level Leader, uh, Discovering the Leader in You. This is a, I, I want to tap into this a little bit and, and also just mm -hmm. your heart. Um, mm -hmm. when, when you wrote this book, you know, uh, I know, I know you had something in your heart mm -hmm. and this whole others driven leadership is, is kind of exudes out of you. Um, now you mentioned to me, there's a few chapters that kind of stick out to you. Mm -hmm. You mentioned know the code. Can we talk yeah. a little bit about that? What's know the code? No, the code is surrounded around honor. Um, it talks about uh, John Mark when he was uh, traveling with Paul and Barnabas and he walked away from his, his, his commitment. And we said, uh, failure to keep your commitment is an act of dishonor. Mm. And, um, and one of the things that I believe, Virgil, if I tell you that I'm going to do something for you, I got to do it. Come on. I, I, just, I just believe that that's what leaders do. We honor our commitment. And if in, and even if we cannot uh, fulfill the commitment, say something. You know, mm -hmm. just don't. Um, you know, one of the things I talk to, talk about a lot, uh, Virgil, is, is ministry courtesy or leadership courtesy. Uh -huh. You know, uh, I think that we don't have that among leaders. You know, we we just kind of brush leaders off, or we don't value leaders enough to to extend some courtesy to them uh, when you can't do something. And so, uh, know the code is about honor. It's about you as a leader keeping your commitment no matter what, um, because I believe that when you lose uh, or you or if you don't keep your commitment, you lose trust in those that follow you. And and you know Virgil because you're you're a leader too. Once you lose <laughs> trust, it's hard to get it back. And so I want I really want to honor the people that I lead by keeping my commitment as a leader. Yeah, that's good. I've heard this statement. You probably heard it that we we gain trust in drops, but we oh. lose it in buckets. Yes, yes. And and, and so and so as, I want to I want to delve a little more because there's a there, you're making a connection between commitment and honor, right? Like honor, mm -hmm. and part of part of being an honorable person is I'm keeping my commitments. I'm mm -hmm. what I say I'm going to do, I do. Um, and then even the whole the whole concept of ministry courtesy, mm -hmm. or leadership courtesy. Can you give us an example of that? Just how that might look like, whether it's in the in the church world or in the business in the, in the you know corporate world. Give us an example of what ministry or leadership courtesy looks like, whether it's from leadership to to staff or or from people that are under to the people above them. I think that if, a simple a simple a simple example. If you're gonna be late. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, just because you're the leader doesn't mean you get to show up when you want to. Right. <laughs> you know, and everybody's there waiting for you and you just kind of do a grand entry because you're <laughs> the leader. It's not about the leader. It's about those who you influence and those who follow you. And that is my mindset when I lead. It's not about me. It's, it's, and I preach that to myself because I, you know, I can get in, you know, I can get caught up in myself and uh yeah. and john maxwell said one time get over yourself and i and every day i have to get over myself because mm -hmm. i want to make sure that i'm leading people so um just a courtesy call i'm, yeah. I'm running late uh please forgive me you know a lot of times as leaders uh virgil we hey doc um uh we got to get together i'm gonna call you doc and you know no courtesy there because we're pretty much lying to each other 
Yeah. You yeah. know, we, we know we're not going to get together and things like that. And just a simple, simple example of uh, ministry courtesy. Um, I just think that even when someone, for example, here's, a, here's another one. When mm-hmm. someone leaves your church and goes to another pastor's church, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that uh, picking up a phone, picking up the phone, you know, and, and, and calling that pastor and say, hey, you know, um, um, I have a person at your church uh, here at my church that was attending your church. Um, are you okay with that? Uh, is, is there mm-hmm. any issues or problems that I need to look out for? You know, and I think that just a simple call is, is yeah. courtesy. Yeah. yeah. And that, that not, not many go that route. Um, yeah. You know, I think, I think as you're talking, I'm so many examples come to my mind, uh, but we need to pay attention to this, to this aspect of, of honor. Um, mm-hmm. and, and also, you know, you mentioned, that when 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 you abandon your post that that really is 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 dishonor you know i i can't help i can't help but think um you know how this can happen even in ministry right and and and, uh, it might seem like not a big deal but talk to me a little bit about that have you ever experienced can you remember a time or, or an example when when somebody abandoning their post really had a really had a negative impact on the ministry or the, or the business. Oh, yes. Can you oh, share, yeah. share one of those so we can cry together? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes. Um, one, 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 one thing about um, me, Virgil, I give so much of myself when I'm, I'm entering into a relationship with people. Uh-huh. Um, and, I, I, and I extend trust first. Some people don't extend trust until they get to know you. Right. But I'm the type of guy, I extend trust. I give it to you until you, mm-hmm. until you show me that you're not trustworthy. Um, but uh, there has been situations where I have my core leadership team. Um, I remember back in 2010, um, uh, our church was flourishing. We had two locations and um, we had one of our elders who um, didn't like a decision I made. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he began to, uh, I, was list- I was reading and listening to a book that Dr. Chan wrote a bigger and faster leadership. He yep. talks about he talks about the mosquito, and this guy was a big old mosquito. Oh my goodness! And he started biting people, biting people, biting people, and uh, before you before you know it, the church fell apart. Wow! Um, and 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 get this right, we we didn't been through a lot. My wife and I, we became homeless just wow. overnight because uh, we were full time in ministry. Our salaries came from the ministry. Uh, our benefits, everything came from the ministry. Wow. And, uh, and when the church fell apart uh, because of this leader, um, it, it caused us to lose a lot. Uh, we, we ended up losing our first home and oh, it was, it was, we ended up at extended stay hotel. Um, wow. It was crazy. And, uh, and, uh, and that's an example of leaders who, who, who um, abandon their posts. Um, because when you abandon your yeah. post, you, you really don't know the, the impact that it has Hmm. Not just with you, but with others who are are in that situation, and it really impacted a lot of people in our church. And um, but God is faithful. Yeah. And uh, and and God God has rest- God didn't restore because my wife prayed and said we don't want anything that the devil took. Right. We don't, we don't want he can have the he can have it all. We want all new <laughs> stuff, and God gave us all new stuff. <laughs> my goodness my goodness yeah. you know I, I think this is i think this is great you, you know you know you, you you just you just made me think of a question okay mm. <laughs> i want to i want to ask you a question okay 
what's and I want let's start let's start with church because we're talking about church, right? Mm-hmm. And pastoring. Right, right. What's something you wish you would have known before you wow. started pastoring? And then and then I you know, I want you to, you know, touch on that. And okay. then on the other side, what's something you wish you would have known before being a business owner, you know, and an entrepreneur? Um, so let's start with church. What's something you wish you would have known? Hmm. Not, you know, the young Tim that you wish you had known before you started pastoring about pastoring. Are you ready to take your leadership to the next level? Avail is excited to announce that for a limited time, you can get a free six-month trial subscription to the Avail Journal. The Avail Journal was created to equip and empower leaders with everything they need to excel. Read quarterly issues and pick up leadership wisdom from high-impact leaders like Sam Chand, John Maxwell, Tim Tebow, and dozens more. Take the first step in becoming a more effective leader. Sign up for your free six-month trial subscription to the Avail Journal by visiting availjournal.com. To be honest, Virgil, I don't I don't think that I wish I would have known anything. I wish, you know, well, one of the things I, 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 I wish I had a coach. Okay. Beginning. Mm-hmm. I wish I had a coach. Uh, I think that every pastor, every business leader needs a coach. Um, I, I don't care how successful you are, how well you're doing, you still need a coach. And, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I, you know, now where I'm at now and the success I have and, you know, all the blessings that, that, that I experienced, I don't, you know, I didn't like going through that process. I didn't like going through that process. It was a painful, <laughs> painful process going through some of the things that I experienced in ministry. But one of the things that the Lord shared with me uh, when I was going through my pain in ministry yeah. was he said, do not allow people who hurt you change you. Come on. And, 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 and he took me to the life of Joseph and he said that Joseph brothers betrayed him but it did not change him. Wow. And because it did not change him, he was able to be second in command over all of Egypt and he was able to save a nation. And uh, so that really helped me um, with, uh, with my process. But, but I don't think that I would want anything in the beginning of it. I, 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 I I didn't like the process, but I I really understand now that it was necessary for me to go through Mm -hmm. what I went through uh, one of the pastor friends of mine, he came to my church when we were going through and he spoke a word to me, uh, which I didn't want to hear, but uh, he said it had to happen. Ouch. <laughs> it had to happen. Yeah. And now I understand why it had to happen because yeah. God has me in this season of my life that I am enjoying. I'm loving this. <laughs> my God, man, it's awesome. <laughs> I love that. You know, I, you know, I, I, I hear you. And I, it resonates with me. The fact that, that we have to go through some things. It's part of our right. growth. It's part of our right, journey. Right. You know, mm-hmm. when I, as I'm asking you, I was thinking about myself and I'm thinking, you know, one of the things I wish I would have known is that not everybody who's with me is going to stay with me. Cause I, right, I, I thought, right. I kind of thought, you right. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's a good one. That's a aren't good you going to be with me forever? I thought yeah. you were going to be forever. <laughs> Apparently that's not in everybody's plans, that, but, but I like, that, but you... that's a, that's a good one though. That was yeah. that. Cause I, I had the same thinking, you know, yeah. I had I had the same thinking that you know people come in they say oh you know how they say well pastor I'm not going anywhere we love you pastor you know so I'm I'm you know I'm naive green man I'm excited yeah. man that devastated me <laughs> <laughs> if and people it, and only knew people only knew yeah 
but you have to let them go. Yeah. You know, you have to let people go. Um, there was a couple who was with us who was a part of the foundation of what we did, what we uh, what we were doing at that time, and yeah. how we grew. Um, and when they left, man, it, it was devastating. It, it took me a minute not to. Uh, it took me a minute to get them out of my spirit. Yeah. You know, they were so attached to me. And yeah. so uh, that was that was a pretty tough time in ministry. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. You know, there's there's a lot, you know, a lot of times people think, you know, when they think of leaders, they think, oh, yeah, that, you know, how great to, to lead, mm. how great to have these recognition and all this. But everybody yeah. doesn't always see the behind the scenes. They don't always yeah. know the... Mm. The, the hurt and the pain. I think, you know, our friend, Dr. Sam Chan talks about bleedership. Mm. If you're not bleeding, you're not leading. And <laughs> I, that is so true. Right. Um, right. And I know, and I know Tim, I know you, you know, with your, with your uh, years of, of leading have been through, and that's why you can speak. I think, I think that's why mm. your voice is important. I think that's why your mm. book is helpful. And I think that's why your, your journey and your experience is going to help a lot of people. Um, I want to, I want to transition a little bit into another mm. one of the chapters that uh, that you specifically like to talk about, which is seasonal transitions. <clears throat> a lot of times, especially young leaders, um, don't don't learn so much of this area of of understanding seasons and understanding transitions. Yes. Um, mm. uh, even even as I think of the 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 older the old guard, you know, people like mm. my father, who was the mm. the founding pastor of our church, you know, and mm. he didn't have a lot of models in the Spanish speaking world of people right. doing transitions well and right. Talk mm. to us a little bit about seasonal transitions. Well, seasonal transition it, it talks about uh, transitioning from one season to the next. That um, you cannot really make a proper transition without completing the old season. And what I mean by that, completing the old season is really getting everything that you need in that season, in that season. Um, that is the power of a completed season, getting everything mm. that you need, because you you take that power into your new season. For mm -hmm. example, um, um, I had a hard time managing my money. I was in this season, man, this season was so bad. Wow. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't keep two knuckles rubbing together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the old saying, my, my money was, my money is funny. My change is strange and my credit wouldn't get it. That was a season <laughs> I was in, <laughs> you know, and, and I really learned from that season. Um, and, 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 and also what I did was I, I made my mind up that, that I'm going to change the way I manage my money. And mm. so when I transitioned to a, just into a new season, I took the information I learned in the old season and I used it in the new season. And that's what people uh, really uh, don't understand or fail to miss is that right. you, you, that old season is, is just important as the new season, you know, and you need to take that information. I also talk about how that, that um, time or seasons are looking for a time in your life to enter into your life. There's, mm -hmm. it's, you know, like what Ecclesiastes says, a season, comma, a time. So you mm -hmm. cannot have a season without a time. And and that and that season is looking for a time to enter into to your life. I also talk about you determine how long the season lasts. You know, if you got, uh, I, you know, I was sharing with uh, 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 our church. I told the women in our church, if you have an abusive a man in your life, you can end that season today. Right. I, you know, you so right. there's some seasons we can really end, uh, <clears throat> but we don't have the information and the, and the knowledge from um, 
uh, past experience also talk about this that uh, I talked I talk about convergency uh, and one of mm -hmm. our um, one of our tracks we we dealt with convergency I believe it was when we dealt with Dr. Sam Chan mm -hmm. track and I think the third yeah. or fourth chart and um, I learned so much from that track about who I was um, and and I began to look at my different seasons of my life and I, I looked at it from a Netflix series. <laughs> There's you can have a Netflix series that has five seasons, but it can have 10 to 12 to 20 episodes. Episodes. So, yeah. So so I begin to look at the seasons and I begin to look at the different episodes in my life. And and I, I, I noticed that all of my seasons and episodes were intertwined. It was a pattern there. Yeah. And and it, and it gave me a sense of understanding who I was and the purpose and who God created me to be. That's Just good. going back, looking over the old seasons of my life. And now as I enter into this new season, I, I enter this new season with a, a mindset that I, of stuff that I learned from my old season. So, yeah, so that, 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 that helps me to transition into the season properly. Yeah. Uh, and that is, and that's, that is what we need to do as leaders um, because I got to get what I need to get in this season. So I, I need that's to make so sure I'm ready for it. Yeah, so that, that's so good. You know, I love this. I love this, Tim, because man, all, all of your seasons and episodes of your Netflix <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> life, um, you know, there you, you're benefiting from being able to review that. But the truth is, by by writing a book, by being on a podcast like this, by mm. by doing your leadership consulting and coaching, mm. right? What you're doing is you're now you're now doing others driven leadership. Now you're you're allowing yeah. your life to help others. So I have a yeah. question based on that. Um, who would you say are maybe maybe two or three people who who you feel have been most influential to you? Because again, I think you are that you're that pastor for a lot of people. Right. You're that leader for a lot, lot of you know um, business owners and and um, leaders, right? And and so I'm, I, my question to you is: as as you look back through the uh, episodes and seasons mm -hmm. of your life. Who are two or three people that stand out, you know, just just who and why that, that really yeah. influenced you? I would say uh, first, my father, uh, my father, <clears throat> he, you know, he led me to Christ. You know, I didn't I didn't, you know, get saved in a church or mm -hmm. my dad got saved. He came home. He shared the gospel with his family and he led wow. us to Christ. And um, and so my father um, was. Um, um, helped me to understand who Christ was uh, and mm. who Christ is in my life. Uh, and of course, when I got older, I got away from it. So when I was a kid, I was introduced to Christ. When I wow. got older, I got away from it, ended up in a detox center and really committed my life to Christ in a mm. detox center. But I, I was first introduced to Christ through my father. Um, um, so, and, uh, and I also would say Dr. Chan is definitely one of, one of the ones who have really impacted my life, influenced my life. Um, when I look at Dr. Chan, I look at the, uh, I don't look so much, you know, of course the teaching and sure. his books and all of that stuff, but I look at his character. I look at his life. I look at, um, I discern so much, uh, so many different uh, great qualities about yeah. him. You know, he's an amazing man. You know, he gets behind his table and, and have his little <laughs> his little notes and he and he teaches and he pours into us. Yeah. But I'm, I, I look beyond that. And I see a great man of God who loves his family, who's a man of integrity, a man of honor, 
a man who who would give his his heart to you uh yeah. and he has he has tremendously helped me uh in so many areas of my life um and also I, you know of course i, I follow uh, john maxwell he's another uh, uh um, leadership guru that yep. i follow um haven't spent as much time with him as i have with dr chan of course sure. i have the opportunity to meet the, uh dr maxwell but um he was he was another influencer in my life yeah, yeah that's good you know so, some of the some of the mentors that we have are are up close and personal some yeah. mm -hmm. some of them might be a little bit more out of a distance but yeah. man their mm -hmm. their message hits you and some yeah. of them are family like like you mentioned like your father i yeah. love i love that i love hearing that because we can never forget that the reason we are where we are is because some people went ahead of us and right. some people motivated mm -hmm. us and and encouraged us um you know i i really i really appreciate uh, leadership conversations like this where we can kind of talk leadership but also mm -hmm. talk life right. and mm -hmm. um as you even for example you write you know you write your book right mm -hmm. the language of a next level leader discovering leader in you you're, you're working on on an upcoming book as well mm -hmm. uh you know you're leading you mentioned earlier that one thing that you wish you would have had you know early on when you first started in ministry and leading was a coach mm -hmm. um that's kind of connected to what we're talking about you know what what difference does a coach make uh, you know, for example, for a, a, someone who's beginning in ministry and pastoral ministry, right. um, how does a coach help a pastor? Um, first of all, I, uh, I believe that a coach uh, <clears throat> will help a pastor is really, you know, a lot of times we, ju we jump in ministry. We really don't know what we're getting getting into. And of course, we don't. There's no there's no university, no seminary, no Bible <laughs> college that can teach you how to pastor. Now, what's going to teach you how to pastor is the people that you pastor. They're going to teach you how to pastor for real. Yep. <laughs> so, so, so um, but having a coach uh, will help you with you, with you, yeah. not so much your ministry, not so much your vision, but with you. And, uh, and a lot of times we step into these places of ministry without even really knowing who we are. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we don't even, we don't even know how to lead ourselves you know, and we're trying to lead people. And yeah. I think a coach in the beginning uh, of any, any pastor's uh, ministry, uh, if, if, if God had called a pastor to the pastor church and, you know, and, and, and you believe that calling is on your life, my advice to you is to get a coach to help yeah. to uh, pull out what's inside of you. Um, one of the things that I've learned through coaching or coaching has helped me, my first coach, and I know you know um, Bishop Macbeth, uh, yes. Bishop McBeth was my coach for about a year and a half. And, and um, he helped me to see that I was more than one dimensional. He helped me to see that I was a multi-dimensional person. Wow. And, um, and there's so many different facet about, facets about Tim Harrell. I'm not just a pastor. I'm not just a father. I'm not just a husband. I'm a business owner. I'm a, I'm a consultant. I'm a coach. Uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm so many different things that I didn't know I was, uh, I didn't know I even had in me until I, I, I hired a coach. And so I think that a pastor, if he, if, if a pastor starting a ministry, he hires a coach before he gets started, I think he would be better off. I think he would uh, be even, uh, he would experience success a lot faster than some of us. 
that's a good one. You mm-hmm. know, when, when you have somebody who's, who's coaching you, they're going to help you become the best you can be. Yeah. And you might, mm-hmm. instead of having to wait five years to go through all those issues, <laughs> right. learn the lesson, right. I can do it in one year because I have somebody who's helping me along the journey. That's Absolutely. good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> all right. So, so, so I, I want to do a little bit of a, a little bit of kind of a lightning round questions with you before we uh, connect, get people to connect with you and all that. Okay. Um, okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? For I'm some ready. I'm ready. Let me questions. brace myself. Let me brace myself. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these are kind of easy and quick, but you know, I, you okay. know, and, and you know, so, so here, here's, a, here's kind of, kind of like a resource one, right? What's, what's okay. a resource that's helping you right now, whether it's an, an app, an online platform, a book, what's a resource that's helping you right now? Just real I quick. I don't mean, I, I don't, um, big and faster leadership. That's helping me, man. That bigger, faster leadership, Dr. Sam. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Thank you, Thank you Lord for the Panama <laughs> Canal and giving. Yes. Yes. Provision. That's that's powerful book. I, I had Dr. Chan sign it when we was in Mexico. Uh-huh, and I told uh-huh. him, I said, Dr. Chan, this is your masterpiece to me. Yeah, yeah. 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 I I agree. I agree. All right. <laughs> All right. Is there is there an is there a, a ministry or a church that's inspiring you that you're learning from right now? Bishop Jakes. Bishop Jakes. Excellent. Potter's is there mm-hmm. is there a, on the business side, is there a business or a, a an organization that you're learning from right now? Uh, yes, uh, it's called Entrepreneur Organization. All right, all right, mm-hmm. good, good. Mm-hmm. What makes you laugh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, a good joke. <laughs> Do you have one? Do you have a good joke appropriate for I don't this have time? A good joke. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I'll let you off the hook. <laughs> all right, all right. What What do you enjoy doing with your family? Traveling. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I know a big birthday is coming up. Yes. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I'm excited. I'm excited. All right. Very good. All right. What? Okay. Now let's get a little serious now. What, okay. what breaks your heart? Uh, to see people defeated in their Christian experience. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. What, mm-hmm. what, what concerns you a little bit about the future? Our young people. Our young people. Okay. What what excites you or encourages you about the future? Um, the opportunities that we have. Um, the, uh, I just believe that God has called us as the body of Christ to be the solution mm-hmm. to all the problems to the, that this world experiences. That's good. That's good. All right. Lightning round over. Take that. You can take a deep <laughs> breath. You made it through. That was good. All right. Uh, Tim, how can people connect with you um, if they want to find out more about you or follow you? What are the best ways for them to connect with you? Um, I'm all over social media. Um, I, I have a um, Facebook page, Tim Harrell Sr., that leads to <clears throat> several other pages like Next Level Coaching and Consulting, Tim Harrell Global Leadership, uh, Rebirth Church, um, uh, Environmental Building Services. Um, I'm on well, Instagram, Twitter. Um, have beautiful YouTube channels, uh, I have three YouTube channels, uh, so they can connect with me, next level coaching and consulting, Tim Hill global leadership and rebirth church all have, um, YouTube channels. That's awesome. Everybody, Tim Harrell, that's Harrell is with a double R and a double L mm. Tim Harrell senior. You can check mm. that out. Um, I want to mention this Tim, cause you, I know you appreciate good resources for leaders, the avail journal. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. this is, 
this is this is one of the, as far as I'm concerned, it's the best Christian magazine out there mm, right now. It is. It has it a is. variety of voices, multicultural, multi generational leadership, Christian leadership. Have you held one of these? Have you enjoyed one of these before? Yes, I get them all. I get them every month. And 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 check this out. The first issue, I think the first issue was had the picture of Dr. Chan on it. Yeah. I I had my book was had a full page ad in the first issue of Veil. That's right. <laughs> you, were, you were in that one. Yes. You were in Absolutely. that one. That's yes. awesome. Hey, listeners and viewers, if you haven't done so, you can go to availjournal.com. You can get a free annual subscription on us. First years on us, mm. availjournal.com. We want to help you in your leadership journey. Great resources there. Uh, Tim, man, this has been so good. Before we go, what's one final thought just from your heart you want to leave with leaders? I would, I would, uh, encourage all leaders uh, to always add value to people and be others driven as often as you can. Uh, people are hurting. People need uh, good leadership. Um, people want to be led. Um, and we, uh, like Jesus told his disciples, we are the salt of the earth. We are the light of the world. We are the solution. Woo! Good word. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Tim, mm-hmm. on behalf of Dr. Chand, Martine Van Tilburg, yeah. the Avail team. We just want to say uh, we honor you, brother. We're thankful for your leadership, both in ministry and in the marketplace. Man, you're doing, you're leading, you're coaching, mm-hmm. you're pastoring. Man, the Lord is using you in powerful ways. We really, you, really are sir. proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm so honored to be connected to you guys, man. Um, you know, when Dr. Chan told me that, you know, I was a part of the tribe, I could have started crying. He said, come on, you're part of this tribe. And I was like, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you're you're a blessed man. And uh, we pray that the Lord will continue to guide you in all of your leadership endeavors and your family as well. Thanks for an awesome talk. Hey, Avail audience, thanks for connecting with us. As always, I'm your host, Virgil Sierra, lead pastor of Vertical Church, a.k.a. Iglesia Vertical in South Florida. We are one church, two languages. And I'm your host for the Avail podcast. Every week, there's a hot, new episode coming out where we talk about life and we talk about the art of leadership. Catch you next time right here on the Avail Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Avail Podcast with our guest, Tim Harrell Sr. You can find out more about Tim on social media and by going to thgl757.org. For more leadership resources, check us out at theartofleadership.com. And make sure to claim your free annual subscription of the Avail Journal at availjournal.com. As always, I'm your Avail host, Virgil Sierra. Muchas gracias. Thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail Podcast.